Hey, hello there, guys. Hey, Omar, you want to start it up? Yes, sir. Hello, and welcome back to another Coolie Nation episode where we discuss transfers, the latest news on Barcelona. And we got another one for you guys. I'm being hosted by, my name is Omar. I have with me Javier, Hellboy, and Marwan. Welcome back, hello, guys. Hello, hello there, guys. Hello, it's have an interesting episode to our two listeners. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully they're enjoying this. It's been a while. Yes, sir. It's been a while. How's everyone doing? So, Well, I'm frustrated, yeah, honestly. I'm very frustrated. I'm yeah, sick frustrated. of hearing about all of these De Jong talk. <laughs> I am personally done. I guess we're getting started Why? with the young. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So I, I personally hate the idea that he's leaving, and there are even rumors that he's leaving, but it seems like he is leaving. Um, first of all, how do you guys feel about the young? Oh, well, I let me... Oh, no, go ahead, man. Oh, uh, I feel like the young is like, a very good talent for the future. I don't see why we should sell him for even the silver that will cost us hundred million. I don't think the price is worth it because when the silver is going to cost us like hundred million, eighty million, and we're going to sell Dion's money for like eighty, eighty-five. So I don't see where the gain is. I don't see what we are, what to stand to gain transfer at all. So I don't think it's a very good transfer. And the young is a very good player. He just needs to play in his right position. Where Anzavi doesn't play him there. As, as you can see, in, in national team, he plays very well. But, but in Baka, you know, he's suffering because he isn't playing his, in his natural position. That's what I think about the young. You make an absolutely valid point. But the issue, and just to be clear, I'm like the biggest De Jong fan around, is that the system Xavi wants to play, where De Jong would have to play as an interior, and Xavi doesn't like him as an interior. So that, that's the problem we're facing. But in my opinion, I still think that the only reason Xavi thinks that way is because we're still dependent on Busquets. And as soon as Busquets is gone, we're not going to find a one-to-one replacement. And then the versatility of De Jong will be very useful to the squad. Yeah, yeah, I support that. I think yeah. you're right in that aspect. Yeah, you're right. Um, this is what I think. Uh, it's it's kind of a complicated topic because De Jong, I mean... Perfect player for Barcelona, right? Ajax Academy, our philosophy yeah. of playing football. Uh, he learned it in Ajax. Um, very exciting, young talent. Um, but I don't know. Like, I think he's done a good job till now. He's done a solid job, I would say, with Barcelona. But we're expecting just a little bit more. Under Kuman, in my opinion, he was there were some games that he was amazing. He was world class. I don't know if with him it's a mentality issue as well, because he felt more comfortable with Coleman being uh being Dutch as him or having him uh, already knew him, knowing him in the Dutch squad. I don't know if it's a mentality issue with him that uh, he feels more comfortable under Kuman. Um so he performed a little better. That remember guys, the mentality has a lot to do with how you perform as well. The mentality is key. I think the mentality is more key than your actual skills as a footballer. 
But I don't know if it's a mentality with him. I don't know what happened. Or like you mentioned, like the position that Javi doesn't have Chavi relies a lot on Busquets. So his positioning is not working fully at the moment. But and this is gonna hurt guys. Like I really like the Jong as well. But if selling him, if we get 80 million or more, if that means getting Bernardo Silva, I mean, guys, sign me up. I know it's it's not a popular opinion, but Bernardo Silva, in my opinion, he's a he's he's better than the Jung, but the Jung has more uh, hidden talent and younger than Silva. But in my opinion, Bernardo Silva, he'll be more effective in Barcelona in their playing style, and I think he's just a little bit more um, of a of a better player all around than the Jung. But that's just my opinion. It's gonna hurt selling him, definitely. But if getting Silva for the Jung, then sign me up. I, I definitely see what you're saying. Well, I think I think we have to look at this from two perspectives. Number one, financially, and number two, uh, sportingly. So if you look at it from a financial perspective, it just makes more sense to sell the guy. Because, yes, you'll sell him for 80 million, 80 million wow. in, 80 million out. However... Yes, you sell him for 80 million, so you get 80 million cash in your bank account. But when you buy him, what happens from an accounting perspective, you're gonna amortize the his fee on the length of the contract. So let's say we pay 80 million on five years, that's like 17.5, 18, whatever the number is. So realistically, for year one of his contract, you received 80 million, but you paid like 18 million. So from a financial and that difference alone can go get you Kunde. So that's from a financial perspective, it makes sense. You mean from a financial as, perspective, all the sense. And obviously, you're assuming that the young is going to agree to a pay cut, and he's not going to take in 19 mil next year, or in three months. So that's number one. Now, from a sporting perspective, listen, I'm a De Jong fan, and I like the Pedri De Jong combination. Don't get me wrong. However, I think everyone knows this. De Jong's been here for, what, three years now, I believe? And I think we understand. He said it. Coaches said it. National team has said it. He works better on a double pivot. We're not going to play a double pivot. It's just not going to happen. And we want a one-for-one Busquets replacement. De Jong is not that guy. I don't think he wants to be that guy. Xavi doesn't want him to be that guy. And uh, Busquets is a hard guy to replace. So I think Xavi, he's been here for six months. He's going to look for a replacement. So De Jong is not going to be that guy. Now, as an interior or a hybrid interior, Bernardo Silva is a better player. Sure. So, uh, but, so in that case, you know, well, I'm not my, fully my, against it. Like, see, I'm, I'm not fully against it either because we're, we're going to replace him with a top quality player that will that performs better in the position Chavi's looking for. But my issue is, is that I feel like after next season when Busquets is gone, whoever we get as the replacement is going to struggle. And I feel like we will end up reverting to a double pivot situation and then we won't have De Jong, and De Jong would have been perfect if we paired De Jong with Kessie and Pedri up front in the midfield. I feel like that would be such a killer midfield. 
But if we get rid of De Jong now, and then the Busquets replacement does not live up to our expectations, which it won't, no one's going to live up to the Busquets expectations, then we're in deep trouble and we'll never be able to afford getting De Jong back. Yeah, I think we're going to look for... I want to speak on something. I want to speak on something. I think it was Marwan or Omar that said this, that we that um, De Jong can't be a pivot. Pivot... Um, I can't play alone, yeah. So um, yeah, yeah. I think I I I heard somewhere that that Zavi wants to play three five two. So if Zavi wants to play three five two, I think he has he has to keep the young to be able to enjoy the three five two he's about to wants to play because the young can play the defensive midfield part with either Kessie or Busquets and still perform very well. But if Zavi wants to go back, continue with his four four three three, I think he should also still keep the young. Because the young can, like he can train the young to be a single. A single, it's not hard. It's not hard to train someone from playing double pivot to a single pivot. It's not hard. So he, I think he can train the young and teach the young. Busquets can also be there to mentor the young to be able to play a single pivot midfield. So I don't, see, I don't see any reason why we should sell him from a financial aspect to the sporting aspect. I don't see any reason why we should sell him. If you're going to get money from our uh, other BLM and whatever, you can invest that money into getting Kunde. See, but, but if you are selling, if you are selling Dion for 80 million, I'm going to buy the Bernardo Silva back for like 100 million. I, I had, I had, I, I was also bargaining on. If you're going to buy the, um, if we're, I'm going to lose 20 million from the deal. And I don't see any reason why we should do it. But the like, like, like Omar explained, the way it's calculated, right? So it would be like 80 million in, and then we would spend the 80 on Bernardo, but that's 80 divided by the number of years of the contract. Usually it'll be a four to five year contract. So technically for this year, we'd be only paying 18 million for Bernardo Silva and the rest we can still spend, which is the amount Bayern will want for Lewandowski or the amount Sevilla will want for Kunde. So selling De Jong will allow us to make two transfers and not just one. So financial aspect, it definitely makes sense. But uh, sportingly, in a, in a I don't agree. Exactly. But, but, but the, the, you said one thing which is not completely true, which was about the... Um, that he's going to be... It's not gonna be 100, I think it's $100 million. I think we're talking yeah, euros. 80 million euros. I believe. 80 million the euros. I read, yeah. yeah. The number I read is 80 million euros. So it's the same number. We're going to, like, whatever, it's really going to be cash in, cash out. Yeah. For for both of them. So from that perspective, it's not going to change. But um, but I don't believe that Xavi will play at 3 5 2. But I don't know. I'm, I'm, st- not, I'm starting to feel that he will. If we end up with Arajo, Kunde, Christensen, and Piquet, and no good fullbacks or like the same fullbacks we has uh, like now. I feel like um, he might have to play a three-five-two. But we have the and, fullback. You you you, 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 you you saying this means you're gonna bench Alba? No, no, no. no. Alba well, can play. Oh. Alba always play when we play three in the back. Yeah, always plays. Yeah. How many times have we played three in the back? A good amount of times, like maybe with Xavi, like three to four, but with Coleman, obviously a lot. Obviously, Coleman's not the coach anymore. Fans, but, yeah. but I don't know. It seems like from like the my Twitter feed, it definitely seems like they're 
contemplating the three five two option. I guess preseason will will show us everything, right? Yeah. yeah someone sent a a formation. I yes. think it was four two three one. Four two. Oh, three, I have one. not seen that one. I have seen that one. Yeah, it looked very. It was it was nice. It was it was Dest Araujo Kunde Alba, and then it was um it was Cassie De Jong. With Pedri on in on top of them, mm-hmm. and on the right and oh. left of him is Ansu Dembele with Lewandowski on top. That it's sounds really... like this sounds like pure sex. Yeah, it like, <laughs> sounds like FIFA. <laughs> this made me a little hard. I'm not gonna lie. Uh-uh. Oh, bro, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, moving to and this is something interesting. This is kind of confusing, though. I don't get it. Um, Chelsea. Um. Okay, so we got Christensen on the back, which I'm not going to get into it uh, with him. I think he's a average player at best, but he'll, he'll make a good sub. Uh, a good sub. Yeah, he's but a good I'm talking, center back. Yeah, I'm talking about Aspiricueta and Marcos Alonso. So supposedly, we already have something agreed with them verbally. Aspiricueta would take the right, the, the right side right back and then uh, Marcos Alonso would be a rotation player with Alva but the thing is and I'm down for it I mean a lot of people don't like Marcos Alonso I think he's still in good form he would be a good rotation for Alva I'm not saying he should start no definitely not no but I think he's a decent player and he's been so underrated his whole career Uh, in my opinion when he was in Chelsea when Chelsea was in peak form in my opinion, this is just my opinion. He was I, I consider him the best left left the best left back in football for a few for for one season. I still I still think he has it, but the thing is what is Chelsea going to do? They are they're, they're basically not going to have defenders. They sold uh Rudiger, they're going to sell Spiriqueta, they're going to sell Marcos Alonso. And Conde was his target, but Conde is um, linked with Barcelona. So uh, I'm thinking, interesting option, Aspiricota, Marcos Alonso. But, well, uh, like, what's going on there, like, with Chelsea? Like, are they not going to defend or, I'm, like... Well, apparently Chelsea are, like, right now trying to go for the lit since Conde is falling apart. Uh-huh. And I believe for fullbacks, well, they have Reese James and their academy goes deep. And they have like over like 50 players loaned out. So I'm pretty sure they'll figure it out. And they got mad money now from the new owners. So I don't yeah. think Chelsea will have a problem signing replacements. Yeah, well, what fine. do you guys think? What do you guys think then of uh, Spiriqueta and Marcos Alonso? Spiriqueta, I think, yeah, he's like 33 or 34, but I think he's world class. Like that guy's a, that guy's a beast. Like I watch Chelsea games. The, the effort that he puts, it's kind of like Carajo. But Alajo has a fresher style play. Of course, age has something to do with it. But Espiricueta, man, and like, size. if you guys seen him play, like, wow, like, doesn't stop running. His defending uh, has improved. And awesome. he's just a beast, man. Like, I don't know what you guys think about Espiricueta well, and Alonso. I mean, I would love to have Espiricueta because it'll be a very cheap deal, I assume. Mm-hmm. And Dest can learn a thing or two from him. And we need, we're desperate in the right-back department, especially that we let Danny Alves go as well. Um, Marcos Alonso, as just like a rotation player, also I'm fine with it, but that all depends on the price. 
But from what I read recently is that negotiations are getting really complicated for Alonso and Aspaliqueta, and we're starting to like look for replacements somewhere else. Well, um, I heard I heard it was going to be thirteen million for Aspaliqueta and thirteen million for Alonso each. Like thirteen 15. million to oh fifteen. No. I'm I'm asking. I thought you said fifteen. It was, what did it, you... it was thirteen, thirteen, it was thirteen. I saw thirteen. Thirteen for each. Yeah, thirteen for each. Thirteen for both is a good deal. Yeah. No, it's not thirteen. Not thirteen. Not thirteen for both. Like thirteen for each. Thirteen for no, actual quarter. No, that's, nah, that's way too much. That's a horrible that's deal. Long, long, long. <laughs> so that's I think a horrible, horrible deal. I think um from I think from around eight o'clock this morning UK time. Um, we started getting links to a Girona player, a Girona right yes. back. Yes, he seems years. very promising, and he's yeah. pretty young, pretty cheap. Release clause is set, so there's no negotiation. So yeah. I would definitely Same rather thing. pay 10 million for a young 19 year old than paying 15 for Marcos Alonso or Aspaliqueta that are already in the back end of their careers. That's way too much money for someone in their stage of their career. Yeah. But also, guys, uh, let let me let me interrupt. Sorry. Um, also, in my perspective, uh, Barcelona right now we don't. There's, I mean, there is, but we're we're thirsty for trophies. We haven't had a major trophy in a long time, so I think the time is now. I think we shouldn't we shouldn't experiment that much. Um, we we need world class proven players for now. I mean, we already are experimenting on Gavi a little bit. We're already exper- not Pedri. Pedri's already proven. We're gonna experiment on Eric Garcia, and we're going to do a little bit of experimentation on Christensen, even though he's in an older stage of his career. And um, I forgot his name. I don't know why I, I forgot call his name. Christensen, an experiment. Yeah, because first of all, he's just a rotation player, and second of all. He's proven himself in one of the top leagues for a while now. That's yeah. debatable. Um, that's debatable. He's 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 been um a rotation player mostly, and he will. I don't think well. I I don't think it's his fault. But to be honest with you, like for me, Christensen is a big question mark. I don't know if he's going to be. I don't know if he's a really good player. I don't know if he's average. I don't know if he can be a flop. It's just a big question mark because, like I said, it's entirely not his fault. He hasn't been given a starter position in Chelsea. So but, but, it's a big question mark for me. There's, there's no pressure on him. Yeah, because he's just got, we're, that's why we're trying to get Kunde or Kulibali. Yeah. Or, we're still going to yeah. sign a big center back this yeah. season. Like Christensen isn't it. He's just, a, he's the Longley replacement pretty much. And, and honestly, Christensen has only picked up form since the Euros. He was a big, big standout player for Denmark. Uh, yeah, he good... was very good. And again, he's he's coming to be a sub, so there's no pressure on him. And he's very young, by the way. If I'm not wrong, he's 26, 25. So he's a very young guy. So there's no pressure whatsoever on the guy because we're getting, hopefully, Kulibali, Christensen, whoever the uh, name is yes, going to be. Yes, Christensen is 26 years old. I think this year, the person that's going to have to show out the most... It's gonna be Mr. Dest. Oh yes. uh, and uh Mr. Ansufati. Yeah, he just has to stay fit. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? um, well about <laughs> yeah, also so like our, every month. our departures so far. Um today Yutla has scored two goals in forty five minutes. 
Where with Barca B? Club no Club Bruges. Don't get me started that on that, guys. Sorry, I'm gonna yeah. just have to interrupt just... you guys. Like I was so pissed off when when they sold Jutla. Yeah. I was so so mad. Um, to be honest, when they sold him, I had I didn't want anything to do with Barcelona with Xavi <laughs> with. I stayed off um, the news. I stayed off the transfer rumors. I was just, I was like so pissed off. First, he's a very young player. Second, yeah, he was doing amazing. Yeah, he was doing amazing things in Barca B. Yeah, I get it. It's Barca B. It's a uh, no, and for the first team when he got yeah, on the first, yeah. formed. Yeah, on the first team as well. And um, this guy has talent. He has precision, he has speed, he has good movement, and he's he has finishing. And he's 23 years old. Selling him for seven or eight million. Bad business. And plus that is that we chose to keep Abde and sell Yutla when I believe it should have been the other way around. 100%. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I support that. Yeah. Like whenever Yutla played, he's outperformed Abde a million times over. Jutla is literally a young white money, <laughs> in, yeah. in my opinion. They're both powerful. <laughs> He's a good finisher. He, Abdi for me is just just pure raw talent. Like like a, yeah. just, he's unknown, but Jutla you can tell what he's gonna be. So I don't know. I I I I still don't support the sign of Lewandowski. I'll keep saying because I don't, I think Lewandowski is too old. To cost mm. us 50, 50 or 40 million. No, wait. Okay. In, nah, in, bro, in, no, in no, 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 no. Look, look. No, no, no. In a sports perspective. Yeah, in a sports perspective. No, look, look. If, if we're talking. For the price. If, yeah, look. If we're talking 40 million or 45 million plus 5 million variables, it's a good deal. Because Lewandowski will come and guarantee you 30 plus, even let's say 25 plus goals a season. Which we desperately need that guy. But mm-hmm. if the latest rumors are true and they want 50 plus 10 or 60 plus 10, then that's absolutely absurd. So let me, let me ask you a question, uh, uh, Hellboy. Do you yeah. think, do you think Mane is a big name? I mean, no, I mean, Lewandowski is a big name. Do I think Mane or Lewandowski is a big name? Lewandowski, sorry. Is Lewandowski a big name? <laughs> Lewandowski is a big name. It's a big name. A very big name. Yeah, but I, I, name? I don't think. I, yes, but I, I don't. I don't think it's good for him to cost us fourteen million. Let, 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 let me let me ask you more questions. Just one second. He's a big name, right? Okay, okay. Is he very well yeah, known? He's a very big name. Is very he? Well is known, he very does he have a lot of? Does, does he have a lot of star power nowadays? Whether it's yes, social media, yes. his TikTok, whether it's his footballing, he's a big household name nowadays, right? Yeah, do you agree? Do you agree with this? Now, do you agree, I, I agree that, that if you buy him, uh, he's gonna sell a lot of shirts? Exactly. There you go. That's the point I was trying to make in some forums. He's going to give us a lot of money back and fast. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Now, let me ask another question. Do you think he scored this year? I think fifty goals for Bayern. Do you think he's he scored half of them for us? Okay, okay, I believe he can score half of them, but okay, still the price. So okay. you believe he can okay, sh- sell a lot of shirts, and you believe yeah. he can score twenty-five goals? 
right? Yes, at least. Yeah. Do, do you yeah. know how many goals Mohamed Salah and Mane and Kane scored this year in the Premier League? How, how many? 23, 24. Join together. All together. No, not together. No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> I, I, I was confused because how can you say all of them together scored those three goals? Do, do you know how, how many Benzema, the guy that's having the, the, the year of his life, has scored this year? He scored about I mean, 30 in the Liga. And he's having the year of his life. So if you tell me Lewandowski comes and scores 25 goals in the Liga for you and sells you a lot of shirts, he's worth 40 million, 45, 50 million, in my humble opinion. Max. Okay. Exactly. Okay. That's, that's exactly what I think. Let me tell you something now. I accept the fact that he's going to give us more money, he's going to score more goals. But I don't think... For Barcelona, I don't think Barcelona has ever played a striker that that I don't know how to play make. Lewandowski can play. Lewandowski just there. I've not seen. I've not seen Lewandowski actually shoot a shot before. I think most of his goals are, are either headers or are tappings at, at, at Bayern because everyone is playing for him to score. Goals so are goals, think, my brother. Okay, yeah. goals are goals. <laughs> fine, but he can't play make. Suarez was the playmaker. Suarez could shoot shots from I, outside of the box. I, I, I had this agree. argument with someone that a, a striker from Barcelona has me. to be a it good was playmaker. Me. Was it you? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yes, I, 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 I don't agree with that whatsoever. Because everyone else, literally everyone else in the team, other than maybe Ansu Fati, is going to be a playmaker. Whether it's Ferran Torres or Dembele on the wing, whether it's uh, Pedri or Gavi in the midfield, whether it's the, still De Jong or Bernardo Silva, Everyone will just be looking to feed Lewandowski because you know you have the confidence. You have to don't you don't have to think should I give the ball to Pedri to shoot? Should I give it to Gavi? Should I give it to Dembele? No, you're gonna be like everyone's gonna give it to Lewandowski because they know he's gonna bang it in. So I don't think he'll have an issue of service. I don't think he'll have more service in Bayern than he will in Xavi's team. So I don't think that playmaking factor is important. Obviously, it's nicer to have someone like Suarez mm-hmm. who's a playmaker as well. But I don't mm-hmm. think it's crucial. I don't think it's necessary. Be worried. Be I'm sorry to interrupt. So tell me this. You don't think Lewandowski is going to score goals while Alba is going to be feeding him on the left side? While possibly Dembele or possibly Di Maria or possibly Ferran is going to be feeding him um, balls on the right-hand side? And while Lewandowski is going to have a, a kid called Pedri behind him or a Gavi behind him? Assisting him, do you don't think he's gonna score at least twenty-five or thirty goals easily? I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll analyze. First of all, the Di Maria is going to Juventus because I, I, I just, I, just, I was just reading news about that. Like I heard Di Maria is going to Juventus. Like I, I said, the Juventus deal. So number two, we, 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 we also said this thing about about Depe at the beginning of the season. We were saying, oh, Depe was a good, Depe is a goal scorer. Don't speed him. He's going to no, score. No, 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 no. Come please. On. Come on. Come please, on. Don't, don't go. Please don't, don't compare the United to Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Hey. Don't compare a United reject to a Ballon d'Or possible winner and three-time Golden Boot winner only done previously by Messi. Do no, not compare listen. the two. Disrespectful. Depay at the time, given the financial situation, was the best signing we can get. And Depay yes. still was not a, a striker replacement. Depay was more of a left forward, and he does he has his best performances there. Well, well, uh, but, 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 but
Okay, okay, okay. Go on, go on, go on, go on. Like, please don't like compare them. Obviously, at the beginning of the season, especially given Coleman's familiarity with with Depay and he knows how to play him, where to play him, it was a good signing. It did make sense, and especially that whether he ends up now renewing or leaving, we will get a cool 20, 25 mil off him. It makes all the sense. Boy, you know I like you know I like Depay. You know I like him. He's a really yeah. good player, but comparing him to Lewandowski. No man, I, like... I didn't compare. I, I, I didn't compare him. This is what I'm saying. And I'm, I, I'm, I, I didn't compare him. I'm just saying that that at the beginning of the season, the, the expectation that, that you guys are having for Lewandowski was what we all had for for the pay. So I'm, I'm, it's what I'm trying. To, I'm, I'm not trying to compare both of them. I'm just saying the expectation for, for both of them at the beginning of the season were, were the same. So Definitely. once if Lewandowski comes and, and no one starts feeding him ball. For feeding in balls, same way no, no, no one was there feeding the pay balls. So it's what I'm trying to say. But, but hey, boy, just to like just tell you quickly, without even going into like the details, the pie when he first I I, I don't like the pie. I'm not an advocate for him. I'm a big the pie hater. Just so you know. However, <laughs> however, to be fair, when he first came, he was doing well. Yeah. While everyone was injured, and then. He started doing bad when there was literally no player next to him. Literally no one. Yeah, he was isolated up front. He's isolated. And you can't expect and he's him not to that be... kind of player. Yeah. And then once he once the team started, we started got Obama Yang, Ferran Torres, Xavi. He was he injured for like injured. three, four months. Yeah. And so... I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in one of the podcasts. My prediction for Depay was that he scores 12 or or more goals. And that's what he did. My expectation for Lewandowski would be minimum 25 goals. So definitely minimum. my expectation for Depay last season is not the same as my expectation for Lewandowski if we do get him. Right. I, I, I've listened to you guys, but I'm just trying to say, I'm, I'm the first person to say this now. In, in case Lewandowski comes and he does, and he starts giving us the kind of Depay vibes once again, just know that I say this first. Here on this podcast, on Kulet Nation podcast, first present. Don't worry, before. it's recorded on the number one <laughs> Barcelona podcast in the world. Yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> just. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> but if he does score the uh, twenty-five goals, then you know. Yeah, he know, he know it's also recorded. This is this is my prediction, guys. If we do end up getting Lewandowski. His first season, don't expect him to be like a monster because it's going to be a transition season. I would see him scoring 30 goals his first season. Second season, that's when he's going to be amazing. Uh, second season, I would see him scoring 45 goals, counting uh, Champions League, counting La Liga and the other competitions, 45 plus goals. First season, 27, 29, 30, somewhere around there. Because it's going to be a transition. Uh, keep in mind, also, Suarez, on his first season, he did it pretty good, but he didn't do amazing. He was just like the next season when he got uh, used to the system. But that's my prediction with Lewandowski. I think that's fair. But mm-hmm. I don't think we have that luxury with what's his name. Well, I, I think let's... Uh... Let's maybe move on to um, our Dembele Rafinha predicament. How do you guys feel about that? Would you rather get Rafinha or would you rather renew Dembele? 
So Dembele is the cheapest option because you don't have to pay a fee to like you would just have to improve his um yeah. his salary. Yeah. But it's also I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. It's also about pride. About pride yeah. as a club, pride yeah. as an institution. This guy, and pardon my pardon my French, he's been scratching his balls for like four years, right? Yeah. <laughs> and now he decides to give us he decides to give us a half a pretty good season. And now he thinks he needs to earn 20 million per season. And now he so, wants messy money. Yeah, no, so it's also about pride as an institution. So I mean not. Personally, I'm done with I'm done with them, boy. He would be the cheapest option, and I think he's a tad bit better than Rafinha as a player. But I'm done with him. Like I don't I don't want to I don't want to hear about him. I don't want to see him on the pitch anymore. But that's what I think. So I don't know about you guys. That's what I think. Uh, Omar, um, how do you feel about this? I feel the exact same way. I'm sick of him. Cause even if we like him now a little bit. All it takes is one injury, it's one injury, <laughs> and we're all gonna oh, turn on him. We're gonna turn on him so fast, even if it's yep. not his fault. And some guy like two foot tackles him from behind, we're gonna be like, "Oh, he's he's fragile. He's this. He's that." Because because we we ran out of patience with him, even if it's not his fault, he gets injured. So yeah, for me, and apparently his agent wants a forty-five million uh, uh, signing bonus. <laughs> I mean, he can definitely forget about that. So uh, I, I'm I ready. Mean, to, I'm ready to move on. I'm definitely ready to move on, but I'm only willing to renew him if the only way we get someone like Kunde is to renew Dembele. If that's the only way we get a, a Kunde Lewandowski and like the signings we want and Espelicueta and so forth is to renew Dembele. If not, we only we have to choose between Kunde and Rafinha. Then I would renew Dembele and get all these other signings. But if we could do them without Dembele, then I definitely prefer that option. And don't get me wrong, guys. Dembele is a very, very good player. And it's sad to see that this last season, this last half season, he was back to his Dortmund ways. He was a top player. He used, he even carried the team sometimes in several games. Oh, yeah. uh, he's a very yeah. good player, but at the end of the day, like I don't know what his mentality is. I don't know if it's his um his um how that guy like I just I forgot the wording. I don't know if it's his uh promoter, his manager that's filling him like with ideas. But he's a grown man. He's twenty four. He should be able to make decisions on his own. And on what mind do you think? Okay, so here's the thing with Dembele, right? We paid over a hundred million when he was still um, like not a proven player. When he still was a bit of a question mark with Dorman, we played over over a hundred million, right? That good Bartomeu okay. business. Yeah. So he got injured after injured after injury, and Barcelona were still backing him up. They were still giving him the benefit of the doubt. You know what? No, let's keep him. Let's keep him. Let's give him another shot. Let's give him another shot. Let's give him another shot. Right. So we're giving him plenty of chances. Now he finds a coach that truly believes in him under Xavi. He's getting the playtime that he needs. He's an important player in the squad. 
he's being loved again by Barcelona fans from what I looked at on the stadium the last couple of games. So you're telling me that this this club that has given you all this, you're being greedy and you want something that you don't deserve? Plus, I hear Chelsea is offering him $8 million. Barcelona is offering, yeah. offering him $7.5 million per season. And just for point five or for half a million, he's thinking of going to Chelsea. Like, how how greedy can you get? Well, okay, that, look, that's that's not very fair because obviously, initial his initial valuation of himself was a big fat bonus and a fifty mil plus salary. But mm. when it actually came to listening to other clubs' offers, he realized that he has very he's overestimated his value. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel that's why now you're seeing rumors about him willing to accept the offer we gave him in December because he realized that no one's yes. going to pay him that crazy exactly. amount of money. Uh-huh. So I feel like it's unfair to say that, oh, like he's being greedy. Well, he was being greedy, but now that he realized all the other offers are the same, he's rethinking his situation. Uh, I think he's just after the 7.5 and just that's back up. But if it goes to Chelsea, Chelsea fans are more ruthless than Barca. Yeah. But Barca fans, you can just you can be like, oh, let let let, let give them better. Chelsea fans, one one bad game, one bad game, and your name is being dragged in the mud in the oh, media yes. everywhere. Yeah. So he, he just stays as Barca. Yeah. Even if he has a bad game, everybody can be like, okay, maybe just a bad game on that day. But at Chelsea, uh, the media. The, the the fans, everyone will be cool. Everyone wants to crucify you. So um, if I was his, if I was his agent, or if I was someone close to him, I would have told him to stay at Baka. Go nowhere else. Just stay. There's no need for it to go anywhere. If you go anywhere, I don't think you should stay. And I love how it. About, I love it. How about you guys? Will you keep them bullet? I mean... It's also, like I said, about pride and having self-respect for this club. But I do admit he's a very good player. And I mean, having Lewandowski on his side as a center forward, like, imagine just, like, how many goals Dembele will feed him. But at the end of the day, like, it's just, like, you get tired of it. I mean, I agree with the pride issue. And still, I'm still very worried because he is injury-prone. I don't care if he had one good season. He is injury-prone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but, but like I said, for me, all depends on the financial aspect. If we can make those three, four signings we want, Kunde, Lewandowski, and uh, uh, Aspelicueta and Marcos Alonso, the four signings, uh, if we can make them and get Rafinha and get rid of Dembele, then I will definitely go for that option. But if all, getting these guys is only feasible, if we can't get Rafinha and we have to renew them daily, then I will renew Dembele just for that for the sake of the other signings. Yeah. What about the Di Maria? Did that deal fall off already? Well, the last yeah. thing I read a couple of hours ago was that he now realizes the Barca situation could take longer to resolve because mm-hmm. we're waiting for the Mbele situation. Rafinha is the same. He's willing to accept the offer from Arsenal, but he's still waiting till we figure out what we're doing with Dembele. But So Di Maria wants to join Barcelona. But he's waiting. He doesn't want. He realizes that if he waits too long to see how the Dembele situation plays out, the UV offer might be gone. So that's why now he's reopened negotiations with Juventus as of today. So right now we need Dembele to decide. And then, well, they said he has until the first of July to decide. 
once he decides, we'll know, then we can maybe inform Di Maria, yes, we would like to sign you, or we could see if we're going to actually sign Rafinha. But before Dembele decides, everything else is frozen. Di Maria is for freeze, and he's old. So what's the correlation between him and Dembele? I, I assume it's a still a wage cap issue, because you need to think. We got You're going to have Lewandowski on a big salary, plus the two free signings of Kessie and Christensen, plus a Marcos Alonso and Espelicueta, even if it's the Girona guy. You still have four or five guys coming in on the salary cap. Even if we activated the economic levers, I'm pretty sure the salary cap is still a bit of an issue. How about if we... This is what I would do. I think Di Maria, he's a... In my opinion, he's a world-class player, right? Um, of course. And like I said, like we need... We'll give you a good year. Yeah, we need results fast. Like We haven't won anything important, just a Copa <laughs> del Rey in the past seasons. So I, I think right now we need a proven players, world-class proven players to help us achieve something fast. I would sign Di Maria for two seasons. And then I would, after Di Maria, I would try to get another right wing, but that's actually a little bit less expensive and a little bit younger. Who knows who might come up in the next two years, you know? You never know. So that's what I would do personally. I would get Di Maria and then I would just wait get financially a little bit better in those two years and then go for somebody else, a younger player that who knows who might come up on those two, next two years. I'm definitely you, not I, against I, I that idea. I wish Vaca entered the um, Sebastian Hala deal to, to those ones. I think it was like 35 million, right? So I think I, I, when, when I saw this happen, I was like, what was Vaca wishing for? You need a striker. So I wish we had entered that deal and got him for maybe 40 or 35. I mean, Haller is a bit of a 50-50 though because Mm -hmm. he played in West Ham, he did not perform, and then he went to Ajax, had one good season. So it's not really like a safe signing, so to speak. Yeah, that'd be a point. But also, obviously, for the striker, still, Obamayang and Lewandowski are not the long-term solutions mm-hmm. to our problems. Um, so my ideal scenario would be, I guess, to renew Dembele, get Kunde, get Lewandowski, get Aspaliqueta, Marcos Alonso, or the guy from Girona. And next year, go all out on a striker and a fullback. Some proven fullback like Theo Hernandez, Jao Cancelo. We need like a world-class fullback. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Dembele, like, I mean, like I mentioned, like he's giving us a lot of headaches, but if it's better for the club to keep him, if he's going to keep performing how he's doing, if he's going to be humble and not go over the top with his salary cap, then yeah, I would, I would keep him. I mean, it's what's best for the club. So you don't have to spend... 50, 60 million for Rafinha. Yeah, I think that would be the best option, in my opinion, too. But yeah. the thing is that he stays fit and that he doesn't uh, ask for more money that he de- that he deserves. If that can happen, then I'm like, I'm up for it. But we'll just see. We just have to see what happens. Well, I believe we covered all the the signings we know about till now. Yeah. Yeah, we have, we have. We have covered um, Lewandowski, De Jong, Rapinha, 
Then I did the Maria. Well, yeah, I think I followed everything needed to cover today. Just really quick, guys. How is the Conde situation? They're still negotiating? Um, yeah, well, it seems. Yeah, I read yeah. today that Kunde are struggling. I mean, not Kunde, Sevilla are struggling with finances as well. They mm-hmm. want to finish the sale of, uh, for financial reasons, they want to finish the sale by the 5th of July. So apparently, if up until, and it seems like Chelsea are starting to back out of the deal because Kunde is preferring to come to Barca. Mm-hmm. So um, apparently we're hoping that by as that date comes closer, that they will lower their demands because they want 65 million cash, no players involved. We're trying to convince them to take some players or to have like deferred payments. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're waiting till closer to July 5th to see if they soften their stance and maybe ask for 50 or maybe accept a couple of players instead. All right, well, hopefully we get Lewandowski. Hopefully we get Conde. Hopefully <laughs> Dembele renews. I mean, if it's best for the team. And hopefully we get Bernardo. But, I mean, it's going to be no, hard. No, guys. Don't, 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 put a, don't put a hopefully before Bernardo. Hopefully the Young stays. <laughs> yeah, uh, hopefully the Young stays. I, I mean, love that. I love that. Hopefully the Young stays. I really I'll have Eric Garcia. Yeah, I'll have Eric Garcia, the greatest defender of all time. So, Kunde. Not this guy. With his, with his, Eric, with his Eric Garcia. Oh, my. <laughs> he said the greatest of all time. Well, you, well, you, you know what's it called? If, uh, if Eric Garcia is half what you say, or we play him CDM, then maybe getting rid of De Jong is not the worst idea. You know, Eric Garcia's yeah. CDM sounds carries like the ball. Carries the ball. He's good on the ball, but doesn't have good defensive awareness. So maybe if he has Kunde and Araujo behind him and he's the first guy to receive the ball, I could really see that working. They should give it a try on preseason. They should mm-hmm. put no, uh, Eric Garcia as a, as a CDM. Hopefully, see what how he I does. Mean, you hope that if we think of an idea like that, that it's that it's crossed Xavi's mind, right? You'd hope so. Yeah, yeah, we hope. We just pray so. <laughs> I mean, one last thing. Can each of you please tell me what would, given that we get the signings you want, what's your preferred lineup for next season? Should we agree yeah, on we the formation or no? Well, let's let's say four three three. Okay. All right. Well, boy, you want to go first? All right. All right let me go first. Let me go first. So, I think we should get that Girona guy as my right back. Then, um, my defenders, I think Araujo and Eric Garcia. Cause you guys know whenever leave Eric Garcia out. So, Araujo and Eric Garcia. And then, my left back, I will go with Jordi Alba. Then my CDM, I'll keep Frankie Dijon there. Because I feel like he can still go, he can go on to be one of the best CDM if, if you give him time. Wait, wait, sorry, sorry so, can you repeat that? I'm, uh... All right, all right. All right. Uh, so, I start from the beginning. Or... So, you have, so you have Jerome on the right back. You see yeah. Araujo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garcia. Garcia. Yeah. Crazy. Um, Alba. <laughs> Alba. Okay. Frankie De Jong as my CDM, Pedri okay. and okay. Gavi as my midfielders, and then Ansfati on the left wing, Lewandowski as a striker, and then my right wing I will go with 
Dembele. Uh, who are your three subs? My, five, my subs, three subs. five subs. Five um, subs. Five subs. Five subs. Kunde. Kunde. Kunde on the bench. Crazy, right? Eric Garcia benches Kunde. Kunde. Yeah, to me, to me, to me, he's better. To me, he's better. Yeah, fair enough. To, to each their own yeah. somehow. Yeah, it is your formation. Yeah. Oh, Kunde. Thank God you're not the coach, though. <laughs> 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 um, Kunde, Aspilacueta, Alonso. Um, let me see. Probably, I just hope we get the Maria and the Alba. Alba Mayang, Alba Mayang. Obama Yang, Di Maria, yeah. uh, Kunde. Who else? Aspilacueta and Alonso. Alonso. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, guys, All right. I guess I'm good. Um, Go okay, you. goalie, um, Ter Stegen, sub, Peña, Iñaki Peña, as a sub, right, okay. right back, Aspiricueta, Araujo, Conde, Alba, rotation for Alba, Marcos Alonso, CDM, Busquets, on the right on the midfield, uh, Bernardo, on the left, Pedri, forward, Lewandowski, okay. Left hand side, Ansel, right hand side, Di Maria. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Uh, that was very nice. Well, you don't remember that there's no Eric Garcia, so. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Garcia can give them the Gatorades on the bench. Don't worry, man. He'll, he'll have an important job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Kiefer, my boy Ter Stegen, gosh, my man love. Right back, Sergio Dest, because I have to put faith in that boy. My right CB, definitely, definitely Araujo. Left CB, Kunde, and Christensen, not Gary Garcia. <laughs> With any stretch, I left back. Uh, I'm hoping Tagliafico, to be honest. Uh, and then, and then yeah. what's Tagliafico and Alba as left backs, and then CDM. I'm I'm really really hoping we're what's it called we we groom Nico for that position, so I'm going for yeah. Busquets slash Nico as a sub, and then left uh, interior most definitely Pedri, right interior Gavi slash De Jong, right winger. Dembele most likely a fit healthy Dembele with a Di Maria's with a Ferran Torres sub actually and then striker Lewandowski left winger will most likely be Ansu Fati and Depay I think that's what, how we're gonna look like um, that's also exactly my formation <laughs> except there there wouldn't be De Jong slash would be Pedri slash Gavi, Dion just always. Now nah, Pedri is the one that can't, that would never leave, bro. Yeah, Pe- Pedri can't leave. We can't sell Pedri for anything. One, one billion, okay. If one billion, if, if there's one billion deal, then I, I say to us the name Pedri. I think for the only Pedri. Yeah. yeah. What? Why, 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 will you, why will you refuse a one billion deal for Pedri? 
I think for a billion, you ha- you'd sell anyone for a billion. Yeah. <laughs> you sell your mom for, for, for two fifty million. So what the fuck. What the <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> yeah. That was that was a very bad deal. That's just like there's there's a two million difference from what we sold in Emma. Yeah. One last cheeky transfer. Would you would you take Neymar on a low salary for fifty million? <laughs> uh, that's hard. I'll, let, that's I'll, I'll hard. think that's about it. it. I'll think about it. You guys go first. I Omar, 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 go, Omar. Omar, go first. What, what what's low salary? Ten milli? Nine million? The, the the Laporta salary cap, the ten million. He said. So if he comes, fifty million transfer fee, ten million salary. PSG pay the rest. So it's a, we're taking a loan. I take him on a loan. Looks like Abba. I take him on a loan. Yeah, hundred percent. Take him on a loan. Pay his ten milli he wants for a two-year loan. Uh, I take him. Yeah, I would take him. Definitely take him. But I would not buy him. <laughs> okay, to me, I, in like in a behavior aspect, I don't think I will really take him because. He might come and you know change the whole dressing room, behavior, whatever. But apart from that, I'll take him. I'll take him without even thinking about it. Without thinking about it. Okay. So yeah, Javi. Um, I wouldn't buy him. More importantly, because I think he's a little bit washed up in his career now. I think he's still decent, but. He's nowhere near the Barcelona form, of course. Um, I wouldn't buy him because I think he's going to be a problem in the locker room as well. I would definitely take him on loan for two years. Yeah, yeah he's too much he's too much of a risk to buy. But to loan, yeah, he would be a pretty good option, in my opinion. I agree. I think loan is the only feasible option for Neymar to return. You know what? I think I'm only for a one-year loan. Not even two. Yeah. One and let's see how it goes from there. Yeah, yeah one and then another one optional. Yeah, that would be good too. Oh, optional one, optional, yeah. yeah that's good. Mm-hmm. He does not deserve... Nah, I don't trust him. He's gonna... We, we know in Feb... Is it Feb? He's gonna take off of his sister's wedding, you know, <laughs> or his his birthday, whatever it is. So we already know he's gonna be off that. He's gonna be injured for another three months somehow. That's that's actually in his contract, right? That's crazy that he can he can take off um he can take off the day of his sister's uh, birthday, right? Is that actually on his contract? That's I what don't I know. Heard. He's always injured that time of year. <laughs> For like the last six years, he's always unavailable or sick or injured. Wow. Always on his sister's birthday. Always. Always. He goes to Brazil. (laughs) My man always goes to Brazil. Family over everything. I respect it, but now I'm can't. I don't like it. I'll take a pass. (laughs) I'll take a pass as well. Yeah, he's... Nah. I just don't trust the guy, and he's 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 a party animal Brazilian. Yeah, like he's a he's a recipe. He's a recipe for disaster. He's like he's like Pogba. 
like Pogba in the way, Pogba and Pogba and Lingard. They, they never play football. They're always passing. Imagine they they, they open the, they open the tit up without playing more than five matches this year. I don't I don't know how serious they want that that football life to go. Yeah, Pogba. But anyways, anyways, I, I think we have spoken about a lot today, and we have completed what we wanted to talk about today. Am I right? Yeah, I think I think we've covered all the topics for this for this podcast. All right, guys, it was amazing. It was good to hear your opinions. Hello, well, guys. Catch you on the next one. All right, thank you for listening, guys. Thank you for your opinions. See you later. Bye. See you later. Bye. All right, take care, guys.